I know what a sud is, and I know what a bud is. Suds and buds, now that's what mama called a good old-fashioned hacky-knack. Hey, <laughs> Cheers to that one in there. Ain't, it? ain't the first time I heard that, let me tell you. <laughs> that's a good one, Kirk. Uh, we here with Kirk, Doug, uh, Buster, and uh, Lila, and... Uh, and it's me. And it's me. Chester. 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 <laughs> the word from the chicken. <laughs> I like I make good chicken. I also like a salmon sandwich every now and then. Salmon sandwich. Say that ten salmon. times fast. Salmon sandwich, salmon sandwich, salmon sandwich. <laughs> Pretty good. Nah, shrimp to it. That's what we like to do oh, down here in the hey, south. All right. All right now. Anybody else getting hungry? <laughs> shrimp po' boy right now? No, Ooh. you're gonna make Fred throw up. Fred, no. Fred hates what? Fred Hell hates no. shrimp. Why right, you hate, you hate shrimp? shrimp? You despise. You will not eat shrimp. I live with him. Why? I live with this man. Eat shrimp. What do you, you want to do or something? I won't eat. <laughs> I won't eat catfish. Understandable. Uh, I like catfish. I love it. Everyone loves catfish. There's that place actually no, that's right not there, true. right, right there by Winco says they got fried catfish. Everybody nope. loves good old nope. catfish. Nope, no, no, no. Catfish. catfish. So just shrimp. I don't, eat, I don't eat lobster. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah. I don't eat. I don't eat crab. You're, oh, you're uh, it's another good one. He won't. He won't fuck with it. He Dude, won't. Crab fuck. is I don't, like. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm one good. Of the best, one of the best things in the world. I'm good. Why? Why don't you? You don't like the the flavor of it, or are you nope. just really on the crab side in this one? It the crab side, and it's just the taste and the smell. It just doesn't hit with me. Oh. Mm. This, I can see the smell. I could, yeah, I could actually mm. see that. The yeah. taste, man, just fantastic. Oh, with you some, love that. With some just, warm melted butter. You just uh, in the butter, friend. Doesn't uh, never, uh, it oh never misses. Only salmon. Holy Only salmon. That eye roll is how I feel. Oh, that will make you feel rich. It tastes rich. Uh, yeah. Eating some uh, king crab legs uh, with butter. And you know what's so uh, funny about lobster and like crab and like shellfish, or especially it's mostly lobster, not really crab, but the lobster. It's such an expensive dish now. Most places you go, lobster is expensive. It's considered a rich person's like food. You know, like oh, mm-hmm. the rich and fancy ate lobster and steak and all. You know, you know, with lobster. You know, back in the day, lobster was what was given when sold in the poor markets. Like poor, poor people could get their hands on lobster anywhere it because was also fed in prisons. Yeah, was it was yeah, Japanese because prisons because they, yeah. it's because it's a bottom feeder. It's a bottom feeder. It's yeah. very easy to catch. It's, it's easily accessible. But for some reason, all it took was one rich person to get a good taste for it and. You know, it's a clout. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the the trends, basically. But that's a trend that stuck, and now you know people associate eating lobster and crab with the rich. But really, with lobster was a you know it's for poor people usually. Poor people, you get it, you get it for twenty five cents a pound. Man, talking about uh, talking about catching crab, y'all ever watch the wildest catch? The the docu series on the the crab boats. Yeah, yeah, deadliest catch. Deadliest right? catch. Yeah, I was gonna say, there you go. Deadliest yeah, deadliest. Catch. Somebody will correct me. They'll no, you, 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 yeah. I was. In I the knew what you were talking yeah. about though. Definitely. Th- that that shit is wild, man. Like, yeah. That, like you go out there know, for like two months at a time. The only thing I know of it is the South Park parody. <laughs> I mean, that's no, the, that's Well Wars, isn't it? Oh, you're no, right. But, that they, is. but they meet up with a deadliest catch. Yeah. And they have like a little. Oh yeah. They were both on Discovery. Yeah. Yeah. God, you know, well wars. You remember live that? For like ever, lobsters like they, they really? don't they don't be dying. Really, well no they, shit. they do, but they hardly ever die of natural causes. Like there's like hundred year old lobsters out there, two hundred year old lobsters. Do we eat lobsters it, that old? Is there a certain age where we quit eating them? Or no, nah, not at all. I, I feel Honestly, like the older the better. Like wine, baby. The older the better. There you go. I don't know, man. I want a young lobster, <laughs> lobster slash crab at its prime. You know, I want I want something. I want a good twenty year old. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Motherfucker just graduated. That's what I want. I don't want that worn out ass loss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, come on now. Lost his own retirement and went, went blown, blown through his pension. You know, working at Denny's for the last 250 years. Fucking bum. Uh, some crossing guard duty just for extra just to pass the weekends. Oh, man. I want a Larry the Lobster looking lobster. Yeah. You know, like that's the type of lobster I'm looking for. Oh, Jesus. Cody goes to the store and he really picks out his life. Takes him 10 minutes. And it's kind of personal. That, yeah. <laughs> Got a magnifying glass and shit. Like, yeah. mm, no, that green. Ain't right on that one. <laughs> isn't you want isn't? <laughs> well, uh, sp- uh, speaking of making your pick, taking your taking your pick, Ooh. we just got done with the NFL draft, and boy, it was a great fucking draft. Well, depending on who you whose team you like, uh, which, which team you like, oh, it was yeah. a great fucking draft. I know you're fucking happy. Regardless, yeah. regardless of who you like, you know who the winners and the losers are of this draft. Yeah, there's ob- clear. There's, there's very ob- the, more than any other years. I would say there's some pretty obvious winners and you losers. You can't say that yet. I, you just can't say that yet. You don't well, know based it. off of, based off of just the, the natural projection. Yeah. Okay. Winners and losers. I, I, I guess, to. but still, like you got to let that's true. Let these we do. kids play and see what that's they're true. gonna do because there are some question marks at the top. There's there's some guys that seem like safe picks, but that's true. You never know what's gonna happen. But let's get into it. The first overall pick, as I talked about last week and kind of said it was going to be, was Bryce mm-hmm. Young to the Panthers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw that coming. I think he was the safer of the two out of C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. I guess C.J. just had a little bit of questions behind them, you know, and mm-hmm. and so you know he he's a little funny looking too. I think. That's yeah, funny. yeah, you know. Bryce is a handsome guy, so if if I was making the pick, I'd pick, I'm picking Bryce. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, so the the Panthers got their guy. We're gonna see. Uh, just likes Alabama, but oh, see, let's move on. See what they're gonna do, but yeah. So it started to get interesting at number two, which mm-hmm. um, everybody thought they should choose C.J. Stroud, the Texans, and they decided to, which was probably the, the pick good they choice. should have made. The pick they need the quarterback, and yeah. it shows that they're serious. They're ready to try to get the ball rolling. Let's give something good. Yeah. Now, not Davis Mills ain't doing it for you. Yeah. Now, if that didn't confirm that they were kind of serious, the fact that the Texans traded up to the number three pick to Bold. pick back to back to get. Will Anderson Jr. from mm. Alabama. Such a bold move, mm. dude, to start off the draft, too. To I mean, crazy. Oh. Trade up for a back-to-back in the top three? Like, that's insane. Yeah, and to get, yeah. so you're you're saying you're here to make a statement like the Texans are here to play. The ownership is not yeah. joking around anymore, so that's, that's going to be interesting. Now, Will Anderson didn't have the best year, but everybody expects Will Anderson to be an absolute stud. Kid's a beast. Yeah, in the league, so he's going to be a killer. Have C.J. Stroud in the mix. The Texans are going to look interesting in a division that's kind of, you know, I mean, it's it's a little bit all over the place. You never know what that division is going to do, man, with all the teams in it. So, yeah, um, yeah it's a good one. Number four, the Colts. Everybody mm-hmm. thought Will Levis, Will Levis, but nope, they went with Anthony Richardson. Mm. Now, I like the pick a lot. I was going to say, I loved Anthony Richardson pick. I Me too. I just hope. It's not another Andrew Luck situation. You can only pray it's not, dude. That's all I can hope for. He's got some help with, with Quentin Nelson and Jonathan Taylor. He's got so some help. Andrew Michael Luck. Pittman Jr. He was the shit, though. He was, but he, just left early he, should, he, got his head he should still be playing. What kind of protection did that organization give him, bro? They gave him the shittiest O-line. Crazy stat but the, line on how many hits he took. Yeah. The thing about Anthony Richardson is he kind of is his own protection with his mobility. I was he changes say, yeah. the pocket. He moves around. That, that four, very, four. Interesting, very interesting thing they did when he was drafted. You know, when uh, if you watch the draft a lot every year, you know that when when player when the that first round, when kids are getting picked, 
Um, they usually do a comparison to like an NFL player, like usually NFL great. Like they'll they'll pick a comparison to one of the greats. Yeah. Um, just like for everyone, for every player that gets drafted, the the player they picked for Anthony Richardson was Donovan McNabb. Used his old Syracuse really? footage. Wow. Uh, and and not just I mean I, he played for the Eagles obviously, so I know about him. But most people actually know about Donovan McNabb. He's one of the better he was players. Great. Yeah, he was a phenomenal football player, great quarterback. His Syracuse days, nigga, was nuts. And they used to use a lot of his footage. And, yeah, this Anthony Richardson kid, dude, he can move like a, like a faster Donovan. And he's Donovan's size, you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. it's, it's crazy. I was sold when he, like, pump faked that defender and spun off and then threw a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. It's sick. No. Mm. It's beautiful. He's got literally all the intangibles, everything you could want in a quarterback. He needs a lot of development still, I think. I don't know if he's going to start oh, yeah, right definitely, away, if definitely. he should start right away. All of them do. Yeah, and I think I think Anthony Rich I think Anthony Richardson is the rawest of all the available quarterbacks, but also Agreed. also if if you were to give like if you were to give Anthony Richardson's attributes to Bryce Young, Bryce Young would be like a a once in a lifetime type talent. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because Anthony Richardson's got everything you want. He's just got to put it together still. Yeah. So a pick that if they do it right, he could be an absolute game changer. He could be a Lamar Jackson with a Patrick Mahomes type arm. Like, yeah, this dude is a is an absolute stud. Love the pick there. Anything? Anything? Shout, else shout out to shout out to that nigga Keon. He's a Colts fan. I know. Oh yeah, he's gonna be happy. I'm about sure that Keon one. was happy oh, yeah. with the pick because yeah, I know he he didn't have shit to say last year. Yep. Now number five, I want to I want to highlight this guy really quick, Devin Witherspoon. Mm. Cornerback out of Illinois. Top cornerback out of the draft, right? Top first cornerback taken out of the draft. Yep. And he was ranked number one, wasn't he? Uh, he might have been ranked number one. I'm not he sure if he was ranked one number ranks. one or not. But here's here's the cool thing about um, Devin Witherspoon. He's the only person taken out of the top five that wasn't a five or a four-star recruit coming out of high school. Wow. You want to know what star recruit he was? Two. I was going to say two. Zero. Devin Witherspoon was a zero-star recruit out of high school. The only offer he got that was D1, or Power 5 anyways, was, or I guess Illinois is not even Power 5, so Division 1 was Illinois, and he took it, and now wow. top five pick. I'll say it went, went top five in so the draft. shouts out to Devin He's Witherspoon. He's got that dog. Awesome. He, I'll say yeah, he got that dog, and all his haters can suck his balls. Absolutely. So we'll uh, – Good for Devin Witherspoon. We'll jump ahead a little bit, not 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 dissing anybody who picked uh, – so we'll go Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from Ohio State, went to the Cardinals. Always a good mm. pick, especially yeah. for that's, that's actually a, a really pick. good mm. lineman pick. Oh, for yeah. Tyler's bitch ass, you know what I mean? They know they need it over there, even though they got Jonathan Gannon as their coach, so they're not going to win shit next year. I think his nickname is Zeus. I think he earned that out of, at, at Ohio State. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, big old boy. I mean, obviously yeah. a first-round offensive tackle is kind of a safety pick, especially, yeah. uh, you know, given like the Cardinals needing one and, and with Kyler Murray and – so yeah, good good choice there. Um, Tyree Wilson, the edge from Texas Tech, went to the Raiders mm-hmm. at number seven. I don't know, interesting pick. I think he's got some question marks a little bit. I think just mainly like he played at Texas Tech, so that's that's kind of the big you know playing in the Big Twelve as a defensive end. How yeah. much? How much or how good I are you actually? But you know, good enough to go in the top ten. I remember I was I was talking with Wyatt. I was uh, we were we were uh, DMing each other on Twitter during the draft, just kind of talking about each pick as it was going down. Um, and then the Raiders, obviously he's a Raiders fan, um, for those who remember him when he was on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, he, he wasn't mad with the D-tackle pick. He was just, like I'm sure most Raider fans were, questioning, like, if we're going to take a D-tackle, why not take the most athletically gifted one off the board in Jalen Carter? 
You know, I mean, if you're gonna go for that yeah. position, why would you not take it? So you know, but that yeah. typical Raiders. You, yeah, you, no, it's, the, it's the Raiders. I think you can take them if if you're the Raiders, just given the track record of Henry. Yeah, Ruggs, that's true. It, taking a young another young you nigga that's been wild before and putting him in Las Vegas yeah. and making him rich. And he already and, got pulled over for speeding. And I'm gonna yeah. I, I, we'll, we'll get into it because I have a, something I had to say about and and what all the draft analysts were saying about Jalen Carter, but we'll yeah. get into that. Yeah. At number nine, which is the next one you really, or number eight, sorry, is the next one you want to talk about. And I think one that I thought the Eagles might have a chance to get. And I told you I would have bet money that he was going to be available when the Eagles picked. I, I was know. wrong. You were wrong. B. John Robinson went to the Falcons. Again, they took a position when they should have got drafted some goddamn de- defensive ends and, and tackled. They should have took. They should have took Jalen Carter, man, because like that's what they need over there. There were so many other options that I could have seen Bijan on that I would have been so excited for. And the yeah. Falcons is just not like I, I'm not. I'm not hyped for Bijan now, and I, and I know he's going to be a stud, but it's like that's exactly the what I the Falcons. Thank you, Cody. And see, ask Morgan because that's exactly what I fucking said. Or actually, I don't know if she was there yet when because I, I was watching it with my dad. But I, I said it. When he got drafted, I said, this nigga just got took eighth overall to never go to the playoffs in his career <laughs> until he go to a different team because he ain't going to no fucking playoffs with the Falcons, man. Uh, it's not going to happen. I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah. I, I like I, Desmond Ritter, too, but I don't see it. I just – no. Not, and I think, I think Bijan's a guy that makes an immediate huge impact on a team. Mm. And – the Falcons are a team that have a lot of pieces that they still need to put together to be a competitive, serious football team, starting yeah. with the fucking quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even have the quarterback situation confirmed yet. Yeah. And they're picking a running back. And it's like, it just it almost seems like a waste because you yeah. could have put him on a lot of different teams and he makes an immediate impact and makes some competitors. And I just don't think the Falcons is that team. And I want to say they've been, like, bottom five in sacks and, and like, just deep and like in pressure and, like, for, like, the while. Yeah, uh, since the Super Bowl or some shit like that, when they went to the Super Bowl, it's just such an, It would suck to be a Falcons fan. Such an inconsistent. I mean, it sucks to be a Broncos fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm imagine the all the Falcons boat. fans looking at my team just take all the <laughs> players. Sorry, let's get a not the spoiler alert, but yeah, as we, as we go on. I don't know much about any of these guys. Yeah. I was not very up to date with college football for the past couple of years, and I haven't been up to date with the draft. But Bijan was on my short list of players that will do well. Based on how cool their name is. Oh yeah, I didn't even. <laughs> do you still have that list? Can yeah, you put it together. I don't know. If, I only got. I got four that I think will be successful based on their names, and I've got four that I think will not be successful based. So on that was. I don't know if I told you guys this is a little hint. I told Paul because Paul's not much of a football guy; doesn't keep up with it or anything. So I told him to look at the draft and to pick five or ten players or whatever that he thinks are going to be successful based solely on their names. So we're going to get into that with oh, Paul that's after good. this. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Got, I mean, it just reminds me of. That Dijon Mustard. <laughs> it's one of those names where you, you can't just say the first name. You've got to say the whole thing. You've got to throw his Robinson in there. Robinson. Yeah. It's a good name. Didn't, didn't quite make my list, but there were some good names out there. Now, we're going to move on here. So um, we were talking about Jalen Carter. So I'm going to – a lot of the draft analysts were talking about um, Jalen Carter. Obviously, from a talent's pr- perspective, being, I think – Highly touted as the best player in the entire draft. Now he had some question marks. There was a lot of people saying he um, needed to be coached and needed to be pushed by somebody that wasn't a coach, yeah. almost like teammates, to, to be able to be successful. But if he was put in the right position, that he could possibly, you know, that he so would be fine. Yeah. So um, 
could you tell me some of the veteran defensive players that you have on the on the Philadelphia Eagles? Just you know, off off the top of your head, some defensive tackles that you have, or a, any veteran players on defense that you might have. Uh, I don't that know. Would, let me, that let would let help me just, to push a player like that. I don't know, let me just uh, scratch my cocks <laughs> while I uh, think about that. Uh, <laughs> let me uh, go get some graham crackers while I think about that. <laughs> it's bullshit, and I'm so upset. The Eagles, a team that had just went to the Super Bowl, picked up. The best player in Say the it. draft from a talent perspective. Say it. And literally couldn't have been in. There's not a, like, when they said the scenario that this guy needed to be drafted into to be successful, it it was the Eagles. Like, that was it. And you guys got the best player in the draft at number 10. You guys should be the odd-on favorites because we're going to get into your other picks. I mean, you guys have, uh, me and Fred were talking about this before the podcast. You guys have figured out a very simple system that people haven't figured out that seems to work. That is there is only two or three or four really, really good college football programs. Why don't we just draft the really good players <laughs> from those programs? <laughs> it's almost it's, like Patrick. Why don't like, we just take this here and just move it over it's, here? It's crazy and it fucking works. Yeah. And you guys drafted like three Georgia players and an Alabama player in yeah. this draft overall. We, like we sure did. We sure did. It's, it's crazy. Got, people, people worry about Jalen Carter's behavior, baby. Let him come to Philly. He's where fine. He's got not only like I mentioned earlier with the with the little hints with Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Vets, fucking studs, especially Fletch, who, you know, coach him up, mentor him as he's on in the position. Also, man, to keep him in check, who's the fucking leader on that team? Who's the guy that's going to be on top of all the rookies' heads? Yeah. Jalen fucking hurts. Mm. If anybody can get you to keep your shit in check, it's probably a guy like that. So It's, it's going to be N'Kobe Dean. N- N- thank, he's got N'Kobe Dean, Dean on the Dean to keep him in check. Exactly. So I'm, yeah, I was so beyond happy with the Jalen Carter pick. I was a little, I, I had been bummed out because we lost Bijan to yeah. fucking Atlanta. Yeah. But the, but I had said as soon as we, as soon as Bijan went off the board, I was like, hey, we might be able to snag Carter. And yeah. what happened, bro? We fucking got. We traded back to ten. and We still got him. And also, you know what's like? Well, I mean, because we're gonna kind of jump around here in the first round. I'm, we'll get past this after this. So I wanted to talk about this, but you know what else is good to have on your defense is another guy that you've just played with. And it's, uh, that is also a, a ridiculous talent that is going to keep you composed. Coming from somebody like, I don't know, Nolan Smith that you guys drafted. At a position at we need at linebacker. 30 overall. Ugh. It's just what the what the Eagles are doing. Is, it, it makes me mad. It, it's, I wish I could. I wish I was an Eagles fan, you, but I'm not, I'm not going to If be. you remember the college football championship, I was telling Tyler this. Uh, remember when N'Kobe Dean, he was, like, mad at a teammate for, like, doing something? It was a small mishap, and he got on him, was just smacking him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Nolan Smith as a freshman. And really? Do you know, yes. And, and do you know who the first person that shook, who Nolan Smith went and shook his hands with at his draft party at his house? N'Kobe fucking Dean was at the draft yes, party at Nolan, with Nolan Smith and his family. N'Kobe Dean was there, and first person that he went and dapped up because that's his new teammate. Uh, fucking, it was so it was a dope ass man, moment. It was so what, sick. Tight. You thought I was excited for this season before? Hey, go fucking birds, baby! Beautiful. So uh, we'll move through the the rest of the first round pretty quick. Uh, the Packers refuse to draft a wide receiver. Hey, they'll never Lucas do it. Lucas Van Ness. They'll never do it. Screw Aaron, screw Aaron Rodgers. Screw Jordan Love. It don't change. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They don't need him. Can draft a wide receiver. They won't do it. Uh, what's that, what else we got here? Um, oh, the Lions deciding mm. to go ahead and choose a running Jameer. back. Jameer at fourteen. Jameer or what, Gibbs. No, twelve. Jameer Gibbs at twelve. Yes. And then they went with um, if I can find him here. Hold on, I just had it. Jack Campbell. 
the linebacker from Iowa at 18. So. They're two pi- uh, Lions also the other uh, the, the Lions and two other teams had two picks in the first rounds. Us the Lions and I forget who else. The Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks, that was it. And the Seahawks, I think one. And the their- Texans and it was in the, in the yeah, Texans. Yeah, and the Texans. Um but uh, I will just say, also, though, with that Detroit thing, also for us, the Eagles during this draft, that day one shit. To keep it swift. Uh, oh, actually, sorry. It, was, it wasn't day one. The next day. It was the very next day. So the day after the Lions ended up taking Jameer Gibbs, a young running back, in this draft, we are know they were loaded up over there with DeAndre Swift and with um, David Montgomery. Montgomery from the Bears. Uh, they traded DeAndre Swift to who? Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. And what did, we, what did they get for it? Some fucking picks, buddy. Some, Some like, thirds and fourths. Yeah. Yeah. Some thirds and fourths, and hey. we got DeAndre Swift. By the way, do you know where DeAndre Swift went to college? Do you know where he's from? Do you know where he was born, nigga? He's from Philly. And he went to college in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. It's, hey, hey, Jalen Hurts and DeAndre Swift in the backfield eh, with a young, new, with a young, fresh new defense under a new defensive coordinator. It's beautiful. It's oh. beautiful. It's scary. Oh, hey, I'll see you, Cowboys. I'll see you. Who's going to take NFC? It's going to be between us, and, and I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Nope. The Giants are going to be up in there, too. Nope. I think you guys will. Not this year. Not with y'all. You just don't mm-hmm. want to jinx it. No. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. No. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if Daniel Jones gets any I'm better. I'm going to take this ahead, win with this on. past season and move on. You, you would hit the Lions. Uh, yeah, so there's a continuing trend that I've noticed the last couple of years in the draft. The wide receivers, other than obviously like a Jamar Chase, somebody that's taken really early that's a, that's a phenomenal talent. Once one wide receiver goes, they start falling off they like start, crazy. Just like in fantasy drafts. <laughs> yeah. At number, um, the first wide receiver taken was number 20 by the Seahawks, Jackson Smith and Jabba. That's a hard in, in name. Jo- in Jobu. In Jobu. In Jobu. In Joba. In Joba. That's it. In Jackson Smith and Joba. Yeah, first one taken. Three strike wide receivers after that. Four wide receivers in a row taken in the draft. That's, who's the, who's, who's it was Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers, Zay and Jordan Flowers Addison. Next, yeah. Those Can you them. imagine how the Vikings felt having the best wide receiver of the past two years in college football fall to them to, I, I, after I the Justin even, Jefferson situation? Oh, yeah, my the goodness. The Vikings got Jordan Addison. Addison has been an absolute dog. Two-time mm-hmm. Bolitnikoff winner. Uh, I was going to say, they had his right question. across from Justin Jefferson. He replaced just to replace Thielen too, because Thielen went to uh fucking the Panthers. Panthers. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. So now they got Jefferson and the young buck over there, who's and the young buck is in, he's a buck. And imagine, nice. imagine Aaron Rodgers on that team next year. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, uh, where's the, <laughs> the fuck out of here? Oh. The fuck out of here. Keep all right, going. All right, all right. It's next. Pick. And uh, last thing I really have on the first round, as I said before, or I haven't said this before, but um. It's good to fall. I would say to be a good talent and to fall mm. later in the round is almost a benefit to you because you get to go to a more talented team. Mm. Um, the best tight end in the draft, or the most talented in terms of a playmaker ability, ability yeah. Dalton Kincaid. Kincaid, yeah. Kin- is it Kincaid? Oh, yep. Kincaid. No, yeah. it's Kincaid. You're right, Kincaid. Yeah. Went to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's scary. I was going to say. immediate impact. Another fucking weapon for Allen over uh, there with uh, Dawson Knox, or whatever the fucking fuckboy's name is. Yeah, so that's the that's pretty much all I got on the first round of the draft. Um, obviously, the big story coming out of the first round is the first round's all done on one day was the fact that Will Levis didn't get taken. Yeah, and that's somebody that everybody expected to go at four. So when he didn't go at four, it kind of shocked everybody. And then he when he was kept dropping, he just kept, kept dropping, dropping and dropping and dropping. Uh, very sad, but 
It was really sad too because the literally like people started putting on Twitter like oh. the interviews of like during the, yeah, the uh, pictures of his girlfriend. The, yo, yeah, his girlfriend was looking like she didn't want to be there. <laughs> it was the bad. Pre- man. The, pre- the press days leading up to it, he was like, "Yeah, I just really hope I don't fall to the second because you don't want to be that guy that the camera keeps like getting in your face and showing like, oh, when's it gonna get picked? When's it gonna get picked? And the keeps getting in your face, and he was that guy. So yeah. uh, that was a little sad. Well, you know, everybody loves milk. And it's, it's this thing about milk. I told you that would yeah. fuck. What, what, we, what did I say weeks ago when you said that shit that he was afraid of milk? I said it would fuck with him. It did. It and did. it fucked with him. Yeah. Eat some cereal, motherfucker. <laughs> Got to. Oh, and if you eat cereal with anything other than real milk. Now, if you're from the hood oh. and you ran out of milk, sometimes you had to use water. Which hey, I that, use yeah, water with my oatmeal bad. all the time. Yeah, not bad. Also, yeah. Sometimes you got to use water. but that's Depends on what broke, type of cereal you got. That's for the broke kids out there. But, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. You're fine. So he should drink, drink some fucking milk. At least almond milk. Almond, I use almond milk. I don't even use it dairy milk. I drink uh, almond milk. Yeah, almond Oat milk, milk fire. Oat milk Oat milk's good, too. Yeah. That's it. It's totally it's respectable. Totally yeah. respectable. So uh, one last thing on the first round. Interesting factoid this year. There was only 31 picks in the first round. Yes, because, because the, of the fucking Dolphins. Yes, that was a good. That's a good. I'm glad you brought that up. A lot of people were confused why there wasn't 32 picks for the 32 teams. Uh, yeah, Dolphins had their collusion shit, whatever they were yeah, doing. Yeah, with Tom Brady and yeah. the whole, it was a weird deal. So, yeah, they I lost I never heard nothing about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear they were They were trying either. to recruit Brady, but essentially when, you know, you know how there's that certain period where you're not allowed to talk yeah. about, hey, you no, can work for me. You're not allowed to recruit, basically. You're trying to. Yeah, they were they were tech, there was um, illegal communications about that stuff between like the GM. And or, I think it was all basically set up to go before it was stopped, right? Yeah, and no, it was gonna. But well, they say Belichick is the one that stopped yeah. it. That's when Belichick uh, made that one tweet or what? Like, I don't. When the fuck has he been not okay with cheating? Well, well, saying, well right? when it doesn't yeah. benefit him. I was gonna say when it's not. Yeah, that's a good cheater right there. Yeah, whatever he did. Yeah, but no, no that's but a, it, yeah, they. He was supposed to – Tom Brady was supposed to go play for the Dolphins for one or two years. He was going to get, I think, a two-year contract or a three-year tr- contract for the Dolphins. And then afterwards, he was going to get partial partial ownership of the Dolphins. Whoa. They had that deal worked out. Yeah. So it was a whole crazy deal God that, damn. like, why wouldn't you take that as Tom Brady? You know what I mean? Well, did he get fucked for being involved in that? Or? Nope. No, oh, okay. of course not. He's fine. Well, it's yeah. Tom fucking Brady, yeah, Paul. Yeah. The so. spice melange. <laughs> the spice melange. <laughs> So as we jump into the second round here, shouts out the first pick taken in the second round, Joey Porter Jr. From Bakersfield. Well, Joey Porter. His daddy's, yeah, his daddy's, daddy's Bakersfield. from Bakersfield. So. And they said they, they had said on the draft how he was from KC, and that's not a, His mother was born in KC. I think he was born in KC, too. But he grew up and played in Bakersfield here because his daddy from Bakersfield. My dad played with Joey Porter Sr., at West High School. Joey Porter's really big in the community and stuff. You he know, is. He was really big. He uh, is. My yeah. dad's been to his house multiple times, like as an adult, because like I said, yeah. they knew each other from when they played. So like, yeah, my dad's met Joey Porter a bunch of times. He's a really cool dude. Um, was a good football player, played for the Steelers, like everybody knows. And yeah, yeah. Uh, like Cody just said, first round of the, or first pick of the second, he the son, uh, Junior, went to the Steelers as well. Oh, he went to the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers yeah. snagged him. That. That's fucking yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Well, they got a yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they, they what, what did the Steelers get that first round? They got a. Hold on, we're gonna find that out right now. I can't even remember. I think they got a. I think they got a defensive player. Uh, offensive tackle, Broderick Oh, that's Jones right. That's right. No, that's right. They got the offensive tackle. Yeah, I remember now. Because they needed to beat that lineup for Pickett. But um, yeah, as we move in, so uh, yeah, obviously Joey Porter Jr. going first. The second pick taken. The guy that did that fell so far, Will Levis. Finally, to the I, and I'm I was expecting this. 
to the Titans. The Tennessee Titans. And I thought they would grab him the first round, dude, because I don't think Tannehill's the guy. I'm getting rid of Tannehill if I can. I think so. And I, and I think that either Tannehill gets hurt early and Will Levis takes over or mm-hmm. or he just gets switched part of the way through the season. Because here's the thing. like I think Will Levis is uh, ready enough to, to take the role as a starter in the NFL especially when you have somebody like Derek fucking Henry to hand the ball off to. Exactly. Like you you can make that offense work, you know what I mean? I mean, I that'll they, relieve some pressure. Yeah, that that guy I was I was thinking about that in, in the NFL like there's a lot of talented running backs and a lot of big name running backs. There's no running back in the NFL like Derek Henry that can solely literally just feed the man the ball. No, no, literally just hand the ball off to him. Give it to him. And he and he eats. And so it's um yeah, to have that, to go into a system with that, and they drafted an offensive tackle in the first round, Skoronsky from his last name, Skoronsky. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Falls on it, yeah. <laughs> that got offensive tackle. Now, you're an offensive tackle with the last name Skoronsky. I have high hopes for Look, you. when I saw that name, I was like linebacker. Oh, linebacker. okay, okay, uh, so I see. But OT uh, still, man, uh, playing on the line with that name, that's a big boy name. Oh, yeah, for sure a big boy name. Um, We're going to... Oh, Fred just walked out here right as I was about to talk about his talk about his guy, but that's okay. We're gonna jump up to uh, we'll jump to the Broncos really quick. The last pick in the second round, the Broncos finally get a pick. We got to talk about it. Motherfucking pony! All right. Oh, sorry. Actually, no. We just <laughs> we just got Fred back. So before we go to the Broncos pick, you actually can jump back. Yeah. So um, I want to talk about um, Michael Mayer, the the fourth oh, pick taken yeah. in the second round. The 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 Raiders took this guy. Now, I actually like this pick for the Raiders. This is not something I'd say very often. But, um, right. yeah, this guy's huge. I mean, just a massive guy. And he's going to be able to to really help blocking-wise and, and, and be a good pass catcher in the short game. Basically filling in for Waller going away. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I like that pick a lot. But, yeah, we're going to move in. Fred, you walked away right as I wanted to talk about the Giants pick because I wanted to make sure to shout out your Giants. Ooh. Mm, it's okay. <laughs> he doesn't even want to defend them either. Wow. The the Giants chose a center in the second round. Mm. I was talking mm. to Fred. He's a so cent- jealous of Jason Kelsey. We well, go ahead. A center in the second round is basically a first round draft pick because centers yeah. are not mm-hmm. really first round material. Yeah. So they draft. Let's see if I get. Oh, yeah, I can get this right. John Michael Smits. Schmitz. Yeah, Schmitz. Schmitty. I like that. Schmitz. Are you yeah, kidding Schmitz. me? Schmitz. Got it. Schmitz is a center for Minnesota's sure. Minnesota's Big Ten, right? Yeah, Minnesota. Gotta love Big yeah. Ten linemen. A Big Ten offensive lineman named Schmitz. They get some big in. boys out of there. Get some strong boys. I guarantee you his nickname was Schmitty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's no Schmitty. way. Schmitty. It's, it's pretty wrong if it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah if it wasn't Schmitty, he didn't have good friends. No, no, no. He had the worst type of friends. <laughs> so, Fred, I wanted to also get your uh, input on this because I actually was – a little bit surprised by the Broncos' second-round pick trading up to get, and also a little bit excited because I know this guy's a little bit more of a name guy. Do you, do you know who I'm talking about here? Mm-mm. The Broncos picked Marvin Mims Jr. from Oklahoma. Oh. He's put up numbers. I like it. He puts He's put up numbers every year he's played. Uh, Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's – I like it. I like it. You guys just need to find – Russell Wilson needs to throw the ball. That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that we, got, we got other issues, you know. <laughs> so, uh, 
yeah, that that that's uh that's all I wanted to talk about. The only the only other thing in the draft I wanted to talk about shouts out we t- I talked about it way early when I had a little draft preview in like I don't even know what it was February. Yeah, way back. Uh, Deuce Vaughn, my sleeper mm-hmm. pick. Mm-hmm. Now I couldn't be more upset. Now everybody worst heard, team. In yeah, the I think everybody got to see the story because of of the fact that his dad worked for the program. Right, right. The fact that the t- the guy that I was most excited about in terms of being a later round draft pick went to the fucking goddamn Cowboys. Fuck me, man. I, I <laughs> what am I gonna do? Because he's a Kansas State alum. I don't. I, I want to make I want to make a skit and make fun of that that moment because like you said, it was on Twitter the moment because uh, I guess uh, the the dad Vaughn Senior whatever he was a where, scout. He's a scout for the Cowboys, and so like when they drafted Deuce Vaughn, they had his dad call him like, "Hey, son, you want to come to work with me tomorrow?" or Whatever. I want to make a skit where he's like, "Hey, son, you want to come to work with me tomorrow?" <laughs> No, I'm okay, Dad. Uh, maybe somebody else can go with you tomorrow. I'm gonna wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll stay on the board. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I don't care if I go to Pittsburgh. All right, I don't. I don't care if I go to fucking the Jets or something. <laughs> Anywhere but Dallas. Anywhere but fucking Dallas. Now listen though, with Dallas trading away Zeke and having just Tony Tony Pollard being the number one back, Deuce has a chance to really get some playing time this oh, year. Oh, he oh he's going to get touches. And that little guy can be an impact player. Let me tell you, behind an offensive line like that, the Cowboys have always had a solid offensive line, as much as I hate to admit it. Mm. Um, I'm excited for him. So that's all I got on the draft. Yeah. That's my that's my 2023 draft take and all the, the stuff we got on that. Um, obviously, as we previewed earlier, my buddy, oh yeah, the Grizzly over here. Oh has yeah, his list of players that will and will not be successful based solely on their name. Now, I want you to fully understand that Paul literally doesn't watch like college football or anything like. He he know he do, I used up. to be a huge. Fan. Used to, yeah. You don't know who these people are. Huge fan. You don't know who these people are yeah. personally. So he only knows their names. <laughs> so this is solely based on their name, Paul. Give me who's gonna be a bust and who's not gonna be a bust. So this is just from the first round. Okay. I've, I've selected four that that will succeed and four that will inevitably fail, and we'll start with the uh, the people I think will do well. Um, Zay Flowers. Great name. That's a pretty cool name, bro. Yeah. He'll be solid. Hey, and whatever he's, position he's playing. He's a wide receiver and he's got Lamar. He's hungry. fast then. He'll, yeah, he's gotta be fast. And Lamar just got paid. Lamar's gonna go out ball this oh, year. Okay, so he went to the see, I don't even know where to the they Ravens. Went. He went oh, to the Ravens. Man, look with, at that. with Lamar Jackson. So uh yeah, that, he he should eat his first year, honestly. I got another one. Emmanuel Forbes will do well, whatever that, position he plays. <laughs> that man sounds just like a successful businessman. Yeah. He, like, he sounds like he's rich. Yeah, Emmanuel? Uh, sounds like a rich Frenchman. It didn't yeah. matter what he wanted to do. He was going to be good at it. <laughs> he could be big or small or running back. <laughs> like the end. I don't fucking know. Uh, and then I got I got Jameer Gibbs. You mentioned. Mm, that's mentioned a good Jameer. name. Yeah. yeah. The, the first, running back. The first name is spelled J A H H M Y R. Very very niggerish. <laughs> I wouldn't, wow. I wouldn't oh, say real, that, but I real, would say it's hey, a very hey, good wow. name. Real, real word in a dictionary, by the way. That's a real word in the dictionary. You can thank Jim Crow. Don't get upset with me. No, I no, no, yeah. think no, Jim no, Crow. No, That's a real word. Upset. Nobody's upset. No. It's real word. Uh, anyway, very niggerish. Go ahead. Yeah, while my opinions may not align on that, uh, it is a cool name. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got, And then I got Peter Skaronsky. Skaronsky, yeah. yes. Skaronsky, Skaronsky. I, like I said, I thought he was a linebacker when I heard the name, so it just like. Uh, Lineman. He's a lineman. Close enough. Big boy. Big boy. It's a big boy name. 
Um, and these are the worst names I have for the first round, man. Oh, um, these, these, these guys are going to bust. Got to kick it off with Lucas Van Ness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. I'm not any, a fan of that. Any, any, van, any Van Blank, no. any van blank a isn't fan. trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, not, not <laughs> a Lucas Ness monster. Not a fan of that. Um, this one, this is a little contentious, honestly, because it could be a cool name, but it could also be Bunk. And this is Broderick Jones. Ah, yeah, Broderick, no. Broderick just doesn't seem like a good first name, you know? It's not. It's not a good first name. Matthew yeah. Broderick. That kind of, you know, as a last name, it works. As a, yeah, yeah. They're different uh, with the last name. Yeah, that's Ferris Bueller, but... Uh, yeah. No, yeah. First names doesn't really... What, what, what is this, 1920? No, I got to hear Broderick. <laughs> no, no. And this other one, just like, I don't know uh, what this guy's parents were thinking, but they lack originality. Jack Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell is run of the line anything, mid, mid of the line, whatever they say. And if you have to wonder, yes, he is. Yeah. Well, what does he play? Anybody know? No, he's always going to say he's white. Yeah, he's white. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. I mean, if I Jack wanted Campbell's to. Campbell's tight end, isn't he? I, I could have picked just all white names for the worst, then I would have had a, probably a better percentage. <laughs> he's, most, he's most likely a lineman. Uh, is he a lineman? Uh, most likely. Like sounds like it, huh? I got I got two out of the second round that I want your immediate opinion on. When oh, okay. I, ask you this. I just got I have one more. Okay, one more go, ahead, go ahead. Yeah. This one is just because it's so close to being a completely different name, and it's Mozzie Smith. It's spelled M A Z I. That's just one letter, one letter, <laughs> yeah, away from being Nazi Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus. yeah, okay, it is. I, Fair enough. Just, that that's You're right. That, that is factual. But Fair enough. All right, let me uh, add two in the second round. So the first one is Sam Laporta. Laporta is cool. You like Laporta? Laporta's cool. Okay. Laporta. How do you spell it? Can I see? Uh yeah, if I could. Laporte? Capital L oh, and capital yeah, B. Yeah, see, I like You like that. the capital like the yeah. It's because if they got like a Mick and it's capital M lowercase C, capital like I a, like that. Like a know. McNamara? Yeah, yeah. M- McDonald or something, you there know. You I'm go, a fan yeah. of that. There All was right. a McDonald in the first round. He was on my list, but didn't didn't make the cut. <laughs> didn't make the cut. Last one I want to ask you about. Zach Charbonnet. Ooh, trying too hard. That's <laughs> <laughs> his last name. He it's a little, like, uh, it's well, a little too pretentious. Like, a, little, a little too French or something. Yeah, it's life. a little pretentious <laughs> on that one. I mean, you know, it's it's subjective. So yeah, some I, people might might they might swing that way, but uh, okay. So yeah, Charbonnet's a little a little miss there. That's a little much for me. That was so, a good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I think that's our. I think that's uh that's our draft recap. A hell of a draft. I'm fucking excited for football, baby. I just I want it to be back already. I want it to be fucking back, buddy. Right. But I'll be involved this season. Oh, we're waiting on that. We do got some NBA playoffs going on right now. When the NBA Ooh. playoffs have been great. Hey, the playoffs are always fun, baby. It's f- playoffs. Just caught playoffs. a playoffs. the game. No, playoffs have been fucking balling. Tonight was Warriors Lakers game one. Um, before oh. that was um, 76ers and the Celtics game one. Now I just. I want to say Knicks picked up a win tonight too. For the oh, you're right. The Knicks and the Heat yeah. played also. I'm sorry. Yeah, one, the one. NBA. I don't keep up with the NBA like that crazy wise. But in terms of a ratings perspective, to have Warriors, Lakers, yeah. and then Celtics, Sixers in the second round, those are both just absolute cash grabs. Oh, yeah. Amazing. I will be tuned in for those. I don't watch yeah. the NBA. I'll be tuned in for each one of those games, man. Oh, yeah. I that's always, that's yeah, literally that's like, why I, huge. Every year, the playoffs always work out so great for the NBA. And that's why every year, I, like I'm not a big basketball fan. I usually miss most of the regular season. But I'm always watching the playoffs. And, yeah, Lakers took this first game one. Um, I th- I see the Warriors taking the series. 
I'm not like a hundred percent on that. I'm not gonna like boldly bet the jar on that or anything. But I'm not I would bet the jar on shit basketball. Yeah, no, but I would guess that I think the I think the Warriors would take this round. Um, but goddamn, it's gonna be a good fucking series. I'll tell you that. We got Le- LeBron versus Steph again. I'll bet the jar on the East. Jimmy buckets all day. Oh yeah, man. Well, got, we're gonna yeah, Jimmy yeah, buckets yeah, all day. He's out today. I think Bro. that might have been. Mm-hmm. He was out. He's gonna, he, I think he's gonna be out game two also. Before, well, the Knicks got a chance, man. That's what I mean. He's gonna before be out. Before we move out for, before we move on from Warriors Lakers, we gotta mention Steph's fifty point game. Mm. Record breaking history. Oh, only yeah. pl- only player to drop fifty in a game seven. Are you kidding? That's include when I say only. Uh, that's including MJ. That's yep. including Kobe. It's including Dr. J, Magic, uh, all them I niggas. I mean, that's only a, one. That's a crazy stat line for game seven. Uh, Basketball dude. is so much about like the the best of the best have that clutch shit. Isn't that to, crazy? To, to do it, it in a, back in the day, game. never hit yeah. fifty in a game seven. Nah. To do it in a game seven. In enemy territory, it, and it was what yeah, and they were in sack, bro. Again, this was against the Kings, yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Steph's a go. He's I don't care go, what you bro. say, he's a go. He's in. He's in the fucking. You want to talk about? Per- he's the greatest up. shooter of all time. Perform- he is the greatest shooter of all time. Right. That's a fact. You damn right. Yeah. Uh, not many others you could put up there with him. I mean, there there there's plenty of great shooters. Remember but when Ray Allen was the shit? Ray Ray's up there with him. And you know is, what I'm saying? He still is. He's he's a fucking you know, all time. It's like a, Reggie Miller. Reggie yeah. Miller was a fucking bucket. But, but, but fucking Curry shits on all of them. Though. That's what I mean. I'm taking Curry. I'm taking God. Steph. All the other ones below. Curry's S tier, everyone else is A. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Curry's just in a one tier of, of his one, own. One of one talent. Oh, the the other um in the West semis, the other ones too, is uh Nuggets and Suns. And uh they say Chris Paul's gonna be out like to through game four. Oh, so that means yeah. the Nuggets are probably gonna keep winning. KD. I mean we still got KD and Book out there doing anything, oh. but uh shout out Joel Embiid. Mm. He won the MVP. Yeah, yeah. Jokic was a he almost won his third in a row. Uh-huh. Bro, that would have been wild. Three in a row would have been wild. But I think Embiid kinda earned it this year. Oh. From what I like I said, I haven't been watching a lot of regular season, but from what I have seen, Embiid's been putting oh. up he's been going. He hard. won the scoring hard title. Worker, yeah. Hard he hard won hard the hard scoring worker. title. Um I think they said if he didn't play the last 20 games, he'd still win. And the number two would have God to damn. score like 26 points like throughout the last 20 games. To God That's damn. a motherfucking yeah. MVP. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is the MVP for sure. But uh, yeah, it's uh, that, that's, that's pretty much it. That's already to the semis of the playoffs. So those, all those uh, eight teams we just mentioned. A fun fact that Cody brought up to me. Mm-hmm. Cody actually pointed this mm-hmm. fact out. First time in NBA playoff history that there is one of every numbered seed oh, yeah. in the playoff. Ba- in the second round. In, in the second in round. In the second the round. Sorry, yeah. In the end of the second round, there's one of every ranked seed. So there's a one, two, three, four, five, six, all the way to eight. And I thought that was fucking – when you told me that, I was like, that's fucking insane. Now, I, I kind of have a, a take on, on this. Um Go for it. And and we've seen a lot with the NBA how they they rest their players and stuff, you know, and it's become more of a load management. Load management. It's become more of a reoccurring theme. And and you see in the NHL in the NHL playoffs, um, as me and Paul were talking about, also going on right now, which is also I haven't watched, but I know is is an absolute blast. The Stanley Cups is crazy. Um, But you see a lot of parity in the Stanley Cup because I believe that in the NHL they. They do, you know, not a crazy amount of load management, but they yeah. do some load management as well. And it's it's more of on the theme of all you have to do is make the playoffs with a healthy team. Yeah. If you make the playoffs with a healthy team, 
then it's balls to the fucking wall and oh, let's yeah. go win the Stanley Cup. Oh yeah. I think the NFL or the NBA is is leaning towards that where it's going to be load management throughout the whole season. You, you might as well not even fucking watch the season. Mm. These guys with the superstars, these guys with with the all-star talent, yeah. all they're going to say is like, "Hey, we just have to make the playoffs." And if th- we get one of the fucking if we make it, and it's not even not even just the playoffs, if we can make it into the play-ins. So not so it's it's 7 8 so you have to be one of the top 10 teams in your conference. Right. One of the top 10 teams in your conference to compete for the title. So these guys are like, let's and just And there's only make 15 it in every conference. Yeah. Yes. Or, sorry, in each conference, only 15. So the so. odds are you're going to make it. Yeah. So if you have this superstar talent, you rest them, you make sure they're as healthy as can be just to make this tournament. And then when the start, which as much as it makes the season suck, it makes the NBA playoffs that much more fun because now, because we've seen also, in the, the last uh, year. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I was interrupting you. Go ahead. Finish. Uh, we see in the last years how, you know, the, the number one seeds, like there's always just been two or three teams that go in top team. They're, they're going, they go in and they're dominating mm-hmm. now, maybe with the, the load management thing coming into the playoffs and these, there's going to be a lot more parody, a lot more unknown, yeah. a lot more who's going to win. I, I think since the, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think since the load management though, the number one seed hasn't won a championship yet. Hmm. I want to say. Really? I want to say. That's interesting. I was going to say, at least with that load management thing, like with basketball, like since all these superstars are resting, we're seeing a lot more bench players coming up and like during the regular yeah. season, seeing what they can do. That's really important too, because I will say in basketball, with winning championships, you got what your you bench gotta has have your to bench, score. Bench got to score, be score man. I mean, it, it, it all depends Golden on the backup. State, think the, about Golden State. Exactly. That's yes. what basketball is a, is a true one of the truest team sports because even the second stringers are going to be rotating in for lots of playtime, and they got to be good. They got to yeah. at least be on par with that first team. There's a, yeah. Your second team should be able to play with the other team's first team. There's a reason. There's a six man award. Exactly. There's a reason. Six man for of the it. year. Yeah, exactly. There's a fucking reason for that shit. Been around forever. So yeah, so all these things are as much as it leads towards less entertainment throughout the season and less reason to pay attention. Mm-hmm. It does lead towards more interest during the playoffs. Because like right now, right. I couldn't tell you who's going to win any of the fucking playoff games. Nope. I mean, you could have your guesses. You could take your best. You could take. You can go for it, but there's not any like really guarantee wins here. No, it's no. All really good matchups. All really good matchups. No, all I, fun to watch. All of these could swing any either way, and that's why the NBA, man, like I'll give it to Adam Silver. He knows how to fucking commission. He knows how to be a commissioner, goddammit. They, they, they're on their shit over there. Well, Paul has one little issue with the way he's commissioning, or at least the way the NBA is going now. Oh, well, I just hate, I just, I mean, and this is something that, like, people have been griping about for years because it yeah. ain't new, but just h- how easy it is to draw fouls. It's become a, a different game. You know, you're, you're looking to draw fouls and then make a lot of fucking points from the line. It's, uh, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's I, I, li- I like physicality, man. All no, for sure. I like I like physicality, and basketball is inherently physical. Yeah. So when you try to like, I don't know. It's the, the game has just changed, and that's how it is. I mean, the same shit with football. The game. I was gonna say it's with every for, sport for good reasons sometimes, and for others it's just like with ev- know, too many fouls for me. With, but I still yeah. I still enjoy these playoff games though. But it's like when someone just gets touched on the elbow mm-hmm. shooting a mid range. Mm. 
It's like, yeah. what what the fuck are we doing? With every sport, the game evolves, and it's for better or worse. Yeah. Sometimes it's for fucking worse. Now you got Because I agree, it's it's much more much more feather filled now with well, the way they're hooping. Change the landscape of how yeah. how teams play basketball, how they play in the paint, I, yeah, how exactly. they're guarding uh, you know the perimeter. It changes yeah. everything. You know what I mean? Back in the day, they was ISO on Michael Jordan. They was putting two niggas on the run over there, and they would fucking they were they were they were out there socking trying to stop tough. Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the Detroit, the bad yeah. boys in Detroit. Oh yeah. This shit used to be very, very physical. Uh, early 2000s, Malice in the Palace. Yeah, yeah we ben, were just talking ben about Wallace, shit, man. Me and Fred was talking about the other day. Ben Wallace oh, used to elbow on, people. Dude, ben Wallace time. used to elbow niggas to the ground yeah. in the and NBA. I, see, the hack-a-shack rule. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, maybe it, it shouldn't be too physical, you know? Like, yeah. you shouldn't be getting away with elbowing people in the right. team. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know. If you could hide it well, it. throw it. I mean, but that's in that sports though. That is sports. Yeah. It's like if you can uh, do some some cheating shit and you don't get caught, go you, play basketball at the park. If you ain't catch an elbow, oh, niggas wasn't kidding? playing. They wasn't Man, playing really. You gotta bring it your fucking mouthpiece to yeah. Silver Creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a real game if you ain't out there getting a little bit, you know, grimy oh, with it. No, nah, but that's yeah. No, it's good though. I I, I overall. Having a good time watching it, but I'm just I'm a geezer, man. Yeah. I can't help but yell about something. Uh, back in my day, they ain't yeah. had no, it wasn't no foul for that. There you go. No just blood, no foul. Mm-mm. That was it. That was it. Uh, well, before before we get out of here, I did have an interesting uh, little piece I want to talk about uh, Hollywood wise and entertainment wise. The WGA, the Writers Guild of America, that is a, a basically all any TV show, movie. Any type of production you see on TV or anything, any is medium, it like a union, YouTube, it's a union. It's the writer. It's the guild. Yeah, guild is a union. Whatever. Mm. The writers' union is on strike, um, and that means yes, any like TV show you could think of or movies, all that stuff right now. Those motherfuckers aren't getting any scripts done because the writers' guild. The only writers they're catching is new motherfuckers right now. People that aren't in the guild that they can might be hire them to write something, but other than that, if they want the good quality writers, they're on strike. So uh, the main thing this affects is all the late night talk shows you like. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert, um, Seth Meyers, all these guys. Um, all of these shows now are going to be showing reruns during this strike. Every time they like their, their time slate comes up each week. Because they got no show. Because uh, for all you late night fans out there that I don't know if you knew this, uh, Jimmy Fallon ain't writing them fucking jokes, motherfucker. Uh, Jimmy Fallon ain't putting together that that set. You know what I'm saying? He's not putting together shit. That's all the writers. And uh, without them, yeah, there is no show. Um, Abbott Elementary is a popular one. Me and Fred like it. Uh, it's a very popular show right now. That's on hold right now. New episodes of that are currently stopped because they got no writers working on those scripts. Um, I'm sure lots of other shows, certain shows are able to keep going right now if they're like if the scripts are done and they're just filming now. They're just shooting. They're good to go, but for the majority of it, most shit is, shut, is shut down right now. And uh, my guess is it won't be long because they're probably going to give the writers what they want. I'm sure they'll come to a deal eventually. Oh, yeah. Because if you don't got the writers, you're not going to get the money. It's just as simple as that. You're not going to put your shows out. You're not going to get the money you want. And uh, I just think it's very interesting. wanted to point it out. Hopefully one day, I hope to be able to be in the Writers Guild. Um, that way I can do what I love to do, make tell stories and shit, and have insurance for it. <laughs> so that would be nice. So I'd like I'm definitely on the Writers Guild side if they ever go back and listen to this. I'm for them and I hope they get whatever whatever they want. I don't nobody knows really like what exactly they're going on strike for, if it's money or 
treatment or I don't know what, whatever it is. They just want some quality pens. That's all. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Let them get some quality papers. Let them get some keyboards, man. Something. Oh, give them MacBooks. Give it to them. I'll say I'm on the side of the writers, and I'm also on the side of all those late night TV shows not being on air for a little while because they're all just bullshit. Most of them suck. Most of them aren't funny. Like, I mean, no disrespect, but if you're watching that, reevaluate your life. Please. Yeah, most of them. Most <laughs> of them are kind of. Most of them are just boring. Yeah. They're not it's, like. It's they're not no like Johnny Carson. It's not like Johnny Carson anymore, no, man. No, it ain't you know? like it used to be, man. And there's 18 of them that are out, and it's like you know, you, you know, know, Abbott Elementary. I've heard good things about. That's a well, that's heard, a, that's I've a heard sitcom. Good that's not a late night show. No, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. But like the late night sphere, that's mm. that that could. We could do without that for a little while, eh? You know, I did kind of like Conan. When, hey, that's not on anymore. Oh, yeah, Conan yeah, yeah, retired. Yeah. But I did like Conan when Conan was on. But uh, to be fair to Conan, he was a writer himself. And, and he, he was, was doing writer, it for so. a long time. Yeah. Through, yeah. Through, through different eras yeah. and stuff. So, um, yeah. But even, like, I was never a fan of Jay Lem- Leno or Letterman or anything like that. But even then, like, it that they came from a time where that shit was better. Letterman wasn't bad. Let, yeah. I like I liked Letterman because Letterman knew how to shut the fuck up and let his guests talk. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like and, and, he, and, and Jimmy he, Fallon does not know how the fuck. No, Jimmy Fallon makes a show about him no matter who's on with him. But Letterman would actually he asks his questions and then, you know, be is quiet and he gets a response. You actually get to hear what his guests are talking about. So but but Letterman's a pro. I don't wanna you know, I wouldn't yeah, 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 I don't wanna a, I would never disrespect David Letterman. He, you know, he's um, a, a master at his class. Um, he's a little different, but well, I, came I, I from definitely a different agree. Time. Came, from, came a different from a different time. time. I definitely agree with you on these other late night ones. Um, I, I do like Stephen Colbert. Colbert's funny. I like Colbert as a comedian. Like I like, yeah, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not watching. Uh, what the fuck even is it called? The Late Show that one, or that Late was, Night? The Colbert uh, Report. No, Report. Well, the Colbert Sorry. Report was fire, but that was his shit on Comedy Central. Oh, you're right. I don't know what his like new because he he took over for Letterman. He took that. He show did. Over, yeah. I think. Um, He's a funny guy, but just the, the you know, I don't. It's I'm not. It's not my cup of tea. The, yeah. the late night tea. I like last week tonight, but that's not late night really. They do like documentary style, right? Pieces. But yeah. Well, yeah. Long story short, yeah. Hopefully the writers get what they want. I'm a wannabe writer, amateur writer still, so I'm definitely on their side. I definitely uh, I'm, uh, I'm 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 rooting for them. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what they're bargaining for. Yeah. Well. uh... Cody just pulled his nipple out, so that's a sign that the show is coming Ooh, to an end. Time. I just I want to say one more thing before we yeah. get off. It just come to the top of my head. Like, yeah. what's up with all these acronyms that we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> He's got a point. NFL, NBA, <laughs> the WGA. Yeah, it is gay. I don't know. Et cetera. <laughs> the end. E A. Uh, what is that E N D acronym? What the fuck? The T H E. To, to what? Make the listeners understand that Tyler had written that on the board prior to the podcast, and everybody was very confused and not sure what was going on, and he kind of got upset at the fact that they didn't know what an acronym was, yeah. and I got upset. All right, go to go to go to English class. It's so a I big just... word, man. We didn't learn that. <laughs> Nobody knew what a fucking acronym was, so I was upset. But uh, no, nah, this has been a this has been a good one. I'm a little tipsy, so that was a mission accomplished on yeah. that at least. Success um, for suds and buds. Yeah, yeah. I left my weed at home. The rest of it. So uh, we're oh, you're it. always leaving your weed at home. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was always getting called and, out over. And I'm here. always leaving my weed at your house on accident. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always smoking it. No, it seems like Tyler has all the weed. Could you bring me my weed, GT? I left the shit at your house. It'd be so funny if like the end of the world happened. I'm like, guys, just come to my apartment quick. Hey, we need some more supplies. Let me go to this closet. No, not that closet. And you open all the weed. All the bags and bags of weed. 
<laughs> it's got uh, little labels on it, like Paul's jar. <laughs> Four eighteen <Yeah>. twenty twenty three. <laughs> it's all labeled and shit. Uh, Fred's crumbs. <laughs> Fred's crumbs. Yeah, like what's this other closet? That one's all Fred. That one's just <laughs> he gets his own closet. <laughs> Oh, no. But, hey, this has been a good one. Hey, if you're listening, take another sip, take another puff, do whatever you got to do, and keep it chill for the rest of the night, player. Yeah. Y'all be smooth now. Be smooth. Dookie Smooches signing off. Cheers. <laughs>